Hello, and welcome to another fabulous episode of My Orgasmic Life. Mm. I'm your hostess with the mostest, Gaia Morissette, and today's episode is brought to you by Tickle.life. <laughs> I just like that. Okay, so this is the third, uh, we're going to talk about uh, penises again. All right, um, you know, we're going to talk about delayed ejaculation, also known as DE, okay? And um, I've done two other episodes, one on PE, which is uh, premature ejaculation, another one on ED, which is erectile dysfunction, and this is on DE, delayed ejaculation. And this is all from the partner's perspective. So the person who is on the receiving end of, uh, you know, the partner being the penis owner. And this, you know, I wanted to do this series, for lack of a better way. Yeah, it's a series. There's three parts. Three-part series. A (laughs) mini-series. Remember those? (laughs) Anyways, I wanted to do this little series um, from the from the partner's perspective, because often I talk about from the the owners of the penises experiences, and um, you know I've had a lot of clients recently who've uh, you know dropped in and you know been talking to me about their experiences and their struggles with how to navigate this and how to you know move with this um, with their partner and be supportive of their partner, but all this, at the same time have what they're feeling is what they're feeling. So I want to start with a story because that's always the best story time with Gaia. (laughs) Once upon a time, long, long ago. No, it was not actually not that long ago at all. (laughs) It was last weekend. Um, okay, so let's define what delayed gratification, or what is delay? see, as soon as I say delayed, I want to say delayed gratification, programming, you know, our brain's so fascinating, delayed ejaculation. So what is delayed ejaculation? Delayed ejaculation is when the penis owner um, has a really, it takes a really long time to be able to ejaculate with needing lots and lots of stimulus in order for that to happen or may not be able to do it at all. And it's something that isn't, we don't really talk about very much um, because, you know, who doesn't want that, right? That's, that's the thoughts, right? It's like, well, that's awesome, right? Because everybody's always talking about lasting longer, lasting longer, lasting longer. No one talks about I last too long. So that's what we're going to talk about today. Let's see. Now my story. And my feelings. And some of your feelings may be uh, related. You might be able to relate to this as, uh, you know, being a partner of somebody who uh, is struggling or experiences delayed ejaculation. DE. So most, majority of my, like, long-term partners that um, have been significant in my life 
uh, and I seem I seem to really attract uh, penis owners <laughs> that you know have uh, delayed ejaculation stuff going on for them. And you know, on one hand, I think it's probably because there's a draw for me. There's a draw to um, you know they you know typically there's a, a lots of satisfaction that happens. Um, you know, the, the ideas around what is a sexy time, you know, changes and what, and you know, what you, you know, allows it to end changes. Like there's a bunch of stuff there that I think is why I'm particularly drawn to it. So I've had many partners. Um, and so I've had to really work through my shit, my own stuff, my own internalized stuff about not being good enough, not being able to, you know, uh, have, you know, the skills to get my partner off, which is so not true. <laughs> there's a reason why. I'm an expert in my field. <laughs> kind of the penis whisperer. <laughs> um, but this is the feelings. Like that's the feelings that end up happening, right? Like when you're when you're in the experience and and you're like, well, what is it? Like, why can't I help? Why can't I help you get off? Like, you know, am I no good in bed anymore? These are some of the thoughts that might run through your mind. The other part is the feeling of, okay, I'm done now. And, and what do you do with that? You know, like, it's, it's like, I've had as many orgasms as I can have. My body is crapping out. My, you know, vagina is starting to get raw and sore. Um, you know, I'm having, you know, I'm, I'm giving a blow job for like an hour and a half and my jaw is sore. My, I can't feel my hands and my arm anymore because, you know, I've been given a hand job forever. So like, there's this period of time, there's this moment in time where you're like, <sighs> like, there's frustration that comes in. And, you know, and unless you have a really good relationship and where it's really open to have a conversation to say, okay, like, is there anything else that you need? And what do you need to, do you want to ejaculate or you're not planning on ejaculating? Or like, if you can't have those conversations, then it leaves you with this feeling of like, I fail, like you failed, like you, you gave it all, you gave it a good college try and you didn't get the result that you wanted. And the reason that we believe that and the reason that we feel that way is because, as I've talked about in other episodes, um, is that the whole construct of um, goal-oriented sex being successful and what do we deem as a successful sexual experience? Well, there's kissing, groping, maybe oral, lead, you know, then some penetrative sex leading to uh, an ejaculation. The ejaculation typically says, okay, and now we're done. And so that's kind of the sequence of events that we've been trained to believe. So if your partner, penis owner, doesn't actually ejaculate, when do you know it's done? How do you know it's done? And, you know, if they don't ejaculate, does that, does that, does that not mean that you failed? You didn't do your job? You didn't get your partner off? And so these are the constructs and the beliefs and the ideologies that we're moving with, which is why we feel the feelings that we do. 
And then there's that frustration period of like, okay, well, I, I, I give up because like there's nothing I can do no matter how skilled I am, no matter how many new tricks I learn, no matter, um, you know, uh, no matter how wild I get, no matter how kinky I get, no matter how taboo I go, it's never enough. And that's what the feeling is. And those were my feelings. Those, you know, I don't want to project that, but, you know, you might be able to relate to that if you've been on there, you know, if you've been in an experience um, with a partner where there's, you know, delayed, delayed ejaculation going on. And that was really hard. Like it was really, really, really challenging. And it's still challenging at times, um, you know, because my current, um, you know, partner, my current, my current primary partner, um, you know, very much has delayed ejaculation concerns and issues and struggles. And, um, you know, even though, I mean, like I said, I'm, I'm an expert in my, you know, I'm an expert at what I do, you know, both professionally and personally, <laughs> everything I do, I master. <laughs> I am the master of my domain. <laughs> so I know it has nothing to do with me. Plus, there's I've had conversations. So this is this is how the so here's the strategy. Here's two strategies I want you to leave you with. Okay. So first of all, it's okay to feel all these feelings. I mean, that's the, it's a really really important. Is that you feel. If you're feeling insecure, if you're feeling inadequate, if you're feeling not good enough, if you're um, if you're frustrated, if you're annoyed, if you're like in the middle of it, you're like, okay, enough is enough, I'm done. Um, you know, and the awkward feelings and the awkward moment, and you know, like you know, you you take you took one for the team, and you like suffered through because you thought your partner, your partner looked like they were gonna ejaculate, so you like you went another five minutes, um, and you know, you now you have lockjaw, or you got wrist issues that you got to fix at the massage therapist, or you know, your whatever uh, hole's been penetrated, it's raw. And you, you, you know, you took one for the team thinking that, okay, that's what you're supposed to do. And then they still don't ejaculate. And now you're pissed. Like all of those thoughts, all of those feelings are valid. Okay. Let's just start there. Now you need an outlet. Like I say, like I've talked about all of the ones, P E E D D E. <laughs> All these letters are hard for dyslexic me. <laughs> Woo, I was hard on my brain. Anyways, um, so you want to make sure that you vet, vent your feelings. You have your feelings, not with your partner uh, that is going through the experience with you, um, but either by yourself, with the mirror, um, or with a trusted friend that you can just go bleh about all your feelings and have your feelings, okay? So you need to feel them because if you suppress them, 
you just it, it just starts to manifest into festering of resentment and all sorts of things, which then makes it not sexy, makes it not. And then your libido starts to crash because it's like, well, I don't want that drama. So I'm not even going to go there and all this stuff. OK, so you need to allow yourself the space to feel what you're feeling. But again, it's really important to not until you've processed your stuff to not go to your partner to have the conversation. Because remember, your partner is also going through or partners, for that matter, are also going through their own journey, their own feelings, their own emotions, their own thoughts, their own feelings of inadequacy. They're all their own shit. OK, so bringing your shit to the table is only going to combine like without processing it is going to just make the whole situation worse i know on a personal level <laughs> i give you this advice because i didn't do those things and it really fucked up my relationship so uh and my sex life all right so um yeah so this is why i'm giving you this advice okay usually i'm a i'm a firm believer that you know if you're uh, having thoughts and feelings, share it with your partner. Um, tell every, you know, no secrets. Uh, usually that's my, you know, mode of operation. Um, however, when it comes to things around the penis and sexuality, you kind of have to do it in a different way. And we have different stages. All right. So uh, where was I? Okay. So you've, pro you've had your feelings. Now, once you've had your feelings, it's really important. Now, I did a part two uh, for my exclusive Patreon uh, people. So if you want to learn how to actually have the conversation, how to set it up so it's successful, all that kind of stuff, uh, for you know only $5, you can go find that information out and a whole lot more of exclusive content, all right, and in uh, ways in, in, to interact with me, okay? And it's uh, my pa uh, become a patron of my Patreon account. And I will put all of that information in the, the details of this uh, in the show notes. Okay, so you go have your feelings. The second thing you want to do is to start changing up uh, your process of what you seem to think is a good sexual experience. Like, what is successful? What is sex? We need to change our mindset from goal-oriented and that to the only goal, a goal-oriented being that ejaculation in penetrative or non-penetrative sex is the only uh, outcome that's acceptable, right? We need to change that construct. We need to change that thought. We need to change that mindset. We're going to replace it with the mindset that, and if you listen to me, I say this over and over and over again, because it's kind of the, the thing. It, it, doing this changes a lot of other problems, okay? So that we change the idea of successful sexual experiences no longer about orgasm and ejaculation. They become about giving and receiving pleasure. That's right giving and receiving pleasure which can come in many forms stroking someone's head tickling their back sucking on their toes there's like a zillion pleasure possibilities that have nothing to do with ejaculation and 
they're really good possibilities. Not like, oh, well, because that's the ultimate. No, it's one of the pleasure possibilities. So that's the big piece around this. When we let go of that, now we can let go of our own performance, our performance anxiety, our performance goal-oriented, expectational beliefs that set ourselves up to feel like we suck and we're no good um, and we're not good enough. And it sets us up to, uh, you know, pressure on our partners to perform and to give us what we need so that we're not devastated and we're not emotional and then we're not angry and we're not all these things because none of that's fun or sexy to be on the receiving end of either. So by letting go of that construct, this helps so much. So repeat after me. Sexy time is about giving and receiving pleasure, period. Sexy time is only about giving and receiving pleasure. And one more time, repeat after me. Sexy time is only about giving and receiving pleasure. Okay, now when we change that construct, a lot of things open up. And the last tip I want to give you around this of how to handle this, how to deal with this in a different way that serves you better and serves your lover or lovers better. Hold on, I need a drink of water. I need drink tea. <laughs> um, is what if you have a conversation with your partner, which again, to learn how to navigate that, please, please go see part two on my Patreon, okay? On how to have difficult conversations when the penis isn't cooperating. What if you could have a conversation with your partner and set up a sequence of, like a, set up a, a new way of doing things? So um, that, so one of the things I have found that's been very beneficial is that having a conversation with my partner who has delayed ejaculation issues is to say to him, all right, and I said to the, him, not, in, not when we're having sex, um, not when it was about sex time, but I just simply said to him, I'm like, okay, I am going to leave it in your hands to let me know if there's something you want or need or even if you just decided that you would like to have an ejaculation and how I could support that and help to facilitate the pleasure to achieve that, to, for that experience to happen for you. But I'm, so I, so we made an agreement that um, when I'm done, like I've, I've had enough, I'm like, I'm, I'm tapping out. <laughs> Of whatever activity we're doing it's no more it's no longer fun pleasurable uh, uh i'm enjoying myself at any level when i get to that level then i just simply say hey i'm uh i'm i'm done now and it's his responsibility at that point to say oh that's great and then he, we can go about our business or he can be like oh well i'm not i'm not done yet and i was wondering if you could help me out by you know putting, you know, for him, he, he likes my feet. He's a foot guy. So, you know, putting my feet on his junk seems to help, you know, he really likes that. 
when you know and he he can stroke himself into ejaculation that's part of his orgasmic patterning around that um but i then no longer feel like i one taking one for the team and then frustrated when it doesn't happen uh two i'm no longer feeling like well you know what am i supposed to do uh, and then I'm not pressuring him either, like, you know, all of those things. So it just changes the dynamic where if he wants to ejaculate, he can tell me. And, um, and then he can ask for what it is that he wants that will help, you know, facilitate that into reality. Um, that way, I'm not trying to guess. I'm not trying to pull out all these moves. I'm not trying to, like, do all these things to have an outcome that may never happen. And then I don't need to feel bad. He doesn't need to feel bad. And that seems to, of all the things that I've done over the years and all the different experiences that I've had around this, that seems to like be the best. That's been the best solution to uh, this particular issue. Because delayed ejaculation issues happen for many different reasons. Um, but you know, here's a couple, I'll just give you a couple, um, your, or the orgasmic patterning. Okay. So that's a big one. Uh, stimulus, um, you know, again, comes along line. It's in line with orgasmic patterning, uh, psychologically, uh, not feeling safe to surrender and let go, um, letting go of control. There's some power stuff going on in, on a psychological level. Um, you know, it not being safe again, safe and trust and surrender is another big component to that. Uh, let's see. So those are the big ones. There's the psychological side around safety and trust and surrender. Uh, there's the, oh, and then there's the unworthy. There's another thought process or train of that. I'm not worthy of pleasure. Um, I don't deserve to, to have pleasure. And, uh, and then there's the another psychological trauma based one where, you know, um, you know, fear of, you know, impregnation, um, you know, ejaculating too quickly early on in sexual development and was made fun of and humiliated. So like, there's a bunch of, if you notice, I haven't said anything about the partner sex in bed. <laughs> Now, sometimes there is truth behind that, that you're not getting your needs met. You're not getting the stimulation that you desire and that you need, um, which is what's, you know, might be part of the problem. But that's a big part of communication, right? That's why we, that's why we're always at, I'm always advocating communication, communication, communication. So if you're not getting what you need in the way that you need it, then you need to show your partner and ask your partner to give it to you the way that you need it. All right, remember, not everybody is an expert and to not everybody's good at reading non-verbal body language. And most people aren't mind readers. So, you know, communication, communication. So if you need more pressure, ask for more pressure. You need less pressure, ask for less pressure. You need a faster, ask for it faster. If you need a slower, ask for it slower. Need more lube, ask for more lube. You know, if you need a different position, Ask for the different position. 
but the person who's on the receiving end um, give that like give that information or not how do I want to say it give your partner permission to ask for what they need and if you can accommodate and you're in the mood to accommodate and it's something that you know uh, you know even if it's not even your thing it's it's okay to like you know kind of to drop into that not from a obligational obligation <laughs> low verbal diarrhea um uh, yeah it's not happening <laughs> not because you feel like you have to <laughs> and she's a lot of more words um but because you want to you want to give your partner the ultimate amount of pleasure and Again, this is where we learn how to negotiate and communicate. So please go listen to part two on how to have difficult conversations when the penis isn't cooperative in my Patreon for $5. <laughs> all right, that's it, that's all. Ah, good job, go team go. All right, so now, how are the ways that you can hang out with me? And you're like, and if you need some support on how to navigate this with your partner, you need some support on how to deal with this within yourself, you need any kind of coaching support, you can come see me. The best way, I now have a new hub, all things Gaia. So the best way to find me into in line with where you what you need from me, because I do, I wear many hats and I show up in the world in many ways, is to go to GaiaMorissette.com. That's the hub. And it'll take you into whatever world you need, whatever version of me you are needing, it will take you there, okay? Um, don't forget to uh, join Patreon for part two um, of how to have these difficult conversations when the penis is not cooperative, as well as supporting me in supporting you. I show up for you guys. Uh, the show, you know, there's overhead costs for running the show. You could, you know, support me, you know, with, you know, $5 a month. That's less than a, you know, Starbucks coffee. So, hey, come support me. Just like I support you guys and inspire you guys. Okay. Mwah. And uh, don't forget to uh, listen to My Orgasmic Life on all of the platforms, Google, Apple, Spotify. And I also host Tickle.Life's podcast, so uh, where people tell, talk about their sexual experiences and their first and their transformational experiences with sex. All right, that's it, that's all. Have a day filled with communication and happy pleasure giving and receiving. Okay, bye-bye.